Welcome to Dead Pit Radio. This it, is the uh, B plan, that is. That's the B plan. I forgot almost. Yeah, because you, you know, one half of the hot bowls. We, yeah. Uh, God, I, yeah. I just came off a concussion. Yeah, we've had you out of action for a little while, you know. Yeah. And with all the concussion bullshit that's been out there because of that fucking movie. <laughs> and our our who, who saw that movie? I know I didn't. Yeah, our doctors uh, <laughs> wouldn't clear you to come back to. Uh, but they gave me some pills, so yeah. so we've been hiding you for a little while, <laughs> like Daniel I've Bryan been crushing them up. Yeah, like like D Bryan's been hidden. Yeah. Um. So yeah, welcome to, and we'll talk about this a little bit later because I'm still waiting. Uh, to hear from uncle bill we'll talk about it uh what i think is going to be the very last episode of dead pit radio so uh a lot of people were kind of taken aback by this didn't really um expect to hear this but and and it's nothing that we really planned like okay the 10 year anniversary episode is also going to be the very last episode. It was the fact that, uh, you know, I think it's time. I think that we've, we've run this thing for 10 years and the genre itself is just so far away from what it was when we started the show. And I know in a way I've kind of lost interest in the genre itself. To be honest with you, just because of that, I mean, there's not really. I, I'm I'm tired of talking about Friday the Thirteenth movies, you know. And I understand people love that shit. People enjoy, um, you know, the nostalgic aspect of it. I do too. But I mean, we've been. You can only talk about one thing for so long without it getting completely like, you know, ridiculous. Don't you agree? Yeah, but, I mean, it's just like, I watch a lot of stuff over and over again, so. Right. Guess, uh, yeah, but you watch, like, you've got thousands and thousands and thousands of movies, most of which are illegal, by the way, which I don't well, condone. Well, most of them are VHS rips. I don't condone, Steve. So, if they're VHS rips, I don't consider any of that stealing. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, we're going to get into it a little bit. We're going to be taking phone calls. Um you know, a lot of stuff we had planned, and we'll talk about reasons why, other reasons. It's not just the fact that the horror genre is in the shitter, which, you know, is true. I think anybody would agree with that. Uh, there's a lot of factors, and when we get Uncle Bill on here in a little bit, we're going to talk about those. But we are going to be taking phone calls all evening, uh, not just talking about the very last episode of Dead Pit. We're going to be talking about just Dead Pit memories in general, and... We definitely wanted to do a little bit of a tribute to Angus Scrim, who had passed away since the uh, the last episode that we did. That we wanted to uh, wanted to do a little bit of a tribute to him as well. So there's a lot of stuff planned for this episode, and uh, it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a good time, and all all good things come to an end, Steve. But the Dead Pit website's always going to be there. Uh, you guys are still going to be doing the uh, two against show. And who's to say, you know, never say never. 
in any business, if you will. You never know what the future may hold. We may <clears throat> do a reunion. You know, it'll be like the Dukes of Hazard reunion movie that they made years ago. Who's gonna? Are we gonna get somebody to play Uncle Bill? Yeah, we'll have to do that because I'm not fucking with them. After you know, if we somehow get Uncle Bill to make one last appearance, I'm never relying on that motherfucker again. <laughs> you know, well, I blame the the Yoko, Mrs. Vance. She oh, we've had every- we've had many Yokos throughout <laughs> throughout Dead Pit. You know, we had we had one Yoko that was on the show with us for about six months. Yeah. <laughs> And we'll talk about we'll talk about that too. And the truth is, like, okay, we were planning just this really fun, crazy ass ten year anniversary show, and we couldn't get the time together to to put it together. You know, which is unfortunate. That was something we were planning on doing. We was actually planning on trying to get Jess back on the show. Wow. Um, none of that shit ever happened. You know. Uh, which is unfortunate, but we're gonna we're gonna do this show tonight. And like I said, you never say never. But the way I'm feeling right now, I just need an extended break at the very least. I'm saying it's the last Dead Pit episode, just because if this ever does come back, which Uncle Bill, I know for a fact he's done. He is 100% done. We're gonna. <clears throat> we're going to change it up. It's not going to be like it is, like this This is. Um, if I ever want to do anything else, just because I don't have the time anymore, you know, to do it. But anyway, uh, we have a few people calling in. Oh Steve, what do you think about that? It's amazing. You have a happy new year, though, Steve. We haven't really talked about that. I ain't talked to you since yeah. you no-showed our uh, New Year's party. Yeah, well, asshole. Wasn't me. Uh, I it was just. Uh, don't but go, anyway, don't go blaming. Di- you blame Dana for everything. I feel sorry. No, for I Dana. don't. Yeah, you do. Everything was cool. I ex- I think I stayed awake and then I fell asleep about ten fifteen minutes later. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I I don't know how this is going to work as far as these calls. I have no clue who the hell is going to be calling in. Uh, we just put a couple messages out on Facebook that we're going to be taking calls from 8 p.m. to whenever. Uh, probably won't be past 9. Probably not even to 9. Um, but, uh, yeah, I see that Uncle Bill's actually online on Skype, so we might, oh try, to, we might try to get him on before we take phone calls. Oh my. <clears throat> Let's see if we can get that faggot on. Oh, I'm sorry. I can't use the word faggot anymore. That's against the law, Steve. Is it a law? Uh, you're you're officially a. <laughs> uh, well, no, it's not a. I'm not talking about homophobe, but there's an additional. Uh, what is it called? Uh, transphobe. Right. I'm transgender. Yeah, tra- trannyphobe. Yeah. You have to say. You have to use different now pronouns. It's say they're going to the restroom instead of him or her. Right. <laughs> All right, let's see if we can get uh, Dick Shitter on. Th- looks like they are online. Uh, hello? Hello, is this is this Dick Shitter? Hi. Hi. 
I actually have the B plan on here too. I see him, or at least I think I see him part of his head. No, you don't see him. That's a picture. He's not that high tech. Oh, is it? Yeah. So I, we were going over a couple things, but we do have a ton of people calling in. So you just want to go ahead and take a couple phone calls, and then we'll talk about shit as we go along. But you know, I was basically telling uh, Steve. You know, last official Dead Pit episode, we'll talk about the reasons why as the show goes on. But we're also going to do, you know, do some sort of a, a you know, talk about Angus Scrim as well. I think it'd be nice to do. Yeah, I'm ready whenever you are, baby. All right. Turn this shit up. Thank you for calling in to Dead Pit Radio. You're with the Creepy Kentuckian, Uncle Bill, and the B-Plan. Who's this? Who the hell's the B-Plan? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's Goose. This is Goose, and before we go any further, I want to remind everyone listening that if you would like a complete written transcript of the show, simply write down everything that we say. Yeah, that'd be the quickest way to go about doing mm-hmm. that. How the hell are you guys doing tonight? Doing good. I'm a little tired, and I was talking to Steve earlier. I was like, I want to be doing this, and I just got done taking phone calls at Appalachian Wireless for like seven hours. So I don't, I'm going to probably answer, <laughs> I'm going to probably answer a couple of them by saying, uh, thank you for calling Appalachian Wireless. Because well, yeah, hey, hey, it's going to be fucking confusing. But I'm, I'm like, gonna, well, there's nothing wrong with that. Plus, I mean, you're like, you're like off tomorrow, right? I, and they said Appalachian Wireless down for tomorrow. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure due to the storm that's Hitting a little bit. I'm gonna snowstorm Jonas Brothers coming through or something like. Yeah, I'm gonna be like tapping out. I'm not gonna attempt to go out. That'd be amazing though if you did have to go in. Goddamn. No. That that would not be funny, you little shithead. Why are you being mean to him? You already (laughs) didn't invite him to dinner the other night when we ate Chinese food. And here you are talking about how funny it would be. That's true. I totally, uh, totally shafted him on the Chinese food. Yeah. yeah. Did, did, That's did, nice. did, did he tell you about uh, the Chinese food, him shafting you on it? No. I, I, this is the so, first I've heard of it. So he, uh, me and me and Karen go to eat Chinese food. Uh, Tuesday, and we walk in, and there he sits with his little sister. And, uh, <laughs> Shit. <laughs> and uh, he's like, pull up a table. I'll buy your all. So we sit down, you know, and. Uh, he bought us, uh, water with lemon, and I think a fortune cookie a piece. <laughs> and, uh, cheap little bastard he is. Yeah. Well, that sounds yeah. like no, it. Sounds it, was, like it. it was totally unplanned, just running into him, but, you know. Yeah, it was, I had no fucking idea. Cool that, like, here's, like, how behind I am on stuff. Like, I didn't realize that Goose lived around Pikeville. Like, I thought he was still fucking living in a Heinemann or something. Goose is, yeah, Goose is not even, you know, not just living in Pikeville. He is styling and profiling in Pikeville. I am, I am riding Sky Mountain. Yeah, he's living life. (laughs) You know, actually, this is going to get a little sentimental here just a little bit. But I was thinking earlier tonight, you know, because I knew I was going to call in and you know, trying to, you know, plan a little bit what to say so I wouldn't be boring or be, like, nervous and puking all over the place like people do at the dead pit parties. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, I was thinking, and, and, and first, happy anniversary, happy 10-year anniversary. In the last 10 years, you and Uncle Bill and one more person are the only people, uh, other than my kids and my mom, that are, like, still in my life, you know, like 10 years later. 2005, or, well, 2006, I never pictured 
my life how it would be right now, but I'm thankful and blessed. And, you know, you guys started this show, and uh, I've always been a huge fan of the show. Uh, I used to make independent films, and I've got out of that, you know, I've not done anything in quite a while, probably never will. Uh, and I'll never, I'll never put a, put a, uh, another convention on unless you guys want to, and then I'll help you guys do it. But, uh, you know, you're, you're, I mean, and that just shows the show, you know, your show, I listened to it and then met you guys and worked with you guys and hung out with you guys. I've even, uh, uh, impersonated Uncle Bill at some conventions to help sell shit. And, uh, yeah. But, you know, I mean, your guys' friendship over the last 10 years is just means so much to me. And uh, like I said, you know, you two and one other person are the only people that are still in my life 10 years later. And uh, I thank you both very much for that. I think a lot of you and, and uh, the B plan, ST3B, I think a lot of you too. Even though that son of a bitch never comes, he never comes around here. He expects us to go to fucking Louisville all the time. Yeah. You know, I was looking forward to hanging out with him at New Year's Eve, but then he he bailed on us like somebody else we shall not name, Uncle Bill. Oh, yeah. Well, okay, yeah. I was thinking about this this whole 10-year thing, though, and it's amazing, though, how many people that we've met through the show that still continue to, like, be a part of our lives. I mean, 10 years later, just because of the show, and (laughs) not only that, but people who've gotten married and shit – well, Steve's one of them. Come think of it, yeah, like because, because of the show. Of the show yeah, I'm, I'll never forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> that's the gift that you just know, keeps and, on and, giving, and, Steve. And there's a lot that's happened over ten years. You know, uh, CK has shrunk. I have gained weight, and Uncle Bill, you're still fucking ugly. So, <laughs> yeah, all know. that much remains the same. Uncle Bill still looks twelve. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that didn't change either. No, but I, oh. it, the thing is, is the show, like I was thinking about just how much the show has changed everyone's lives that has been involved in it, too. I mean, talking about Uncle Bill, Piper would not exist it's true. if it wasn't for the Dead Pit Radio yeah. show, yeah. you know, and I, just so many things, like at, uh, so many opportunities that we've had over the years to talk to people through the show and uh, just the friends and stuff that we've made and still have to this day just because of that. I mean, I'm pretty sure we would have never known Goose no, I don't think on so. here if it was not for, uh, you know, no, no. making some yeah. independent film appearances. And uh, he, he paid us some good money for those. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm still getting residuals from that, from uh, Backroads. Indeed. Well, yeah, you should be getting residuals from Kildo, too. Well, actually, CK should be getting residuals from Kildo because, <coughs> and, I, and I'm sure fans of the show know this, but people that don't, uh, I wrote the script for Kildo, but the actual idea for the Kildo Dildo is uh, the creepy Kentuckian. And his name is in the opening credits, you know, uh, story by, or a story or idea by uh, Wes Vance and David Guzman. And it was real funny how that came about. Fantasy by West Van. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, I mean, it was real funny how that came about, you know. I mean, we were just talking one night uh, when I used to work at the Hyman Police Department. And I worked night shift, and I would listen to Dead Pit on my MP3 player all night long. I would wait two or three weeks and get, like, a whole shift's worth of shows, and I would listen all night long. And 
West, CK stayed up late, and I'd call and talk to him, and we'd shoot the shit. And I told him I'd like to make a puppet movie. And he started laughing. He's like, I've got a great idea for like a killer dildo movie. And we just kept going back and forth, and that's how Kildo, you know, uh, Got that's how I got the idea and the story. One of my favorite scenes in Kildo. Yeah, for people that haven't seen Kildo, though, is the I don't know who it was, if it was you or whatever. When Kildo is actually chasing people, you got a just some dude that has black, like he's covered in black and just running around holding the dildo. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. That was. That that was that was Kildo too, which you know that 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 and, and I, I'll I'll take all the blame for that. That one wasn't too good of a of an independent film, and there's not a lot of independent films that are good. I mean, and it's mine, you know. I mean, I'll be the first to tell you, you know, the first one I think was pretty damn funny. The second one that you're talking about, you know, it it had some potential, but we had an actor that uh, agreed to do some stuff, and then he wouldn't do it when we were filming. And that cut like three pages of jokes, and it was really hard to edit. You know, if you All go right, back which one is the one with uh, Crater in it? Does That's that the say? one. That is, Cr- Crater's yeah, the yeah, actor yeah. he's talking about. That yeah. son well, of a no, bitch. <laughs> well, no, no, uh, it actually wasn't Crater in the in the black suit. That was a buddy of mine I went to grade school with. His name's Bill Fugit, and he was uh, Kildo Shadow. You know. And, uh, <laughs> But you know, that I mean, so and 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 Kyoto too is, is is the last thing that I ever shot, and I think that was in 2010. So I mean, it's been six years since I've shot anything. Wow. Uh, I've, I've I've acted in a few things, but as far as shooting anything, I don't know if I'll ever shoot anything again. So Kyoto uh, too took it out of you. Is that what you're saying, Goose? <laughs> well, yeah, just the uh, just the you know, and I, I mean, I, I love Stacy Glaston to death. He's one of my good friends, but he you know said he would do something. And he did. And after we'd already shot everything else, and, right. and it wasn't nothing big, you know. And once he said he wouldn't do it, and he just dead said I'm not doing it, that cut like three pages of jokes. So it's like, you know, we we started out shooting, we done really good, and then it come to where we just had to cut everything and try to piece it together, and it and it wasn't my best work, you know. And uh, you know, here I am sitting talking about you know uh, getting all serious about a talking dildo film, but. Uh, you know, I mean, it, it, it was fun to do. You know, uh, I, I I I miss independent films sometimes. Uh, here here's something a little. I'll, I'll break with you guys on your anniversary show. This July thirteenth will make twenty years that I've worked in law enforcement. Uh, this July twenty eighth of this year will be my last day in law enforcement. No, I'm going to hang the gun belt up and uh, do something else probably. So. I don't know what I'll do, but uh, yeah, I've been doing it 20 years, and I'm going to hang it up. I'll break so, the news right here on Dead Pit. Uh, that's amazing. So uh, you don't have any idea what you're going to go into, Goose? I have no idea. I probably won't do anything for the first six months. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't blame you. <laughs> you could be uh, mayor, hey, uh, mayor of Cracker Bottle. <laughs> hey. Well, if you're looking that, for a job that, that doesn't pay anything, go I, ahead. <laughs> that is something I would like to do. You know, I think that uh, the mayor of uh, the mayor of Martin, he probably arrested. <laughs> but uh, you know, I mean, there's there's just so many great dead pit moments that you know come to mind. I mean, especially at conventions. We guys always have fun, you know, at conventions. And I was, uh, and I know I could probably do one impression. Right and you guys are both start laughing. Hello, guys. We made a new horror film, and we killed. 13 people in the first 30 minutes. It's so nice to meet you. 
you know, I mean, and just, I mean, uh, there's just so many. Well, the last time, you know, I was at Scarefest, uh, pretended to be you, Uncle Bill. I mean, like, we had so much fun, me and CK did. You know, people walking by, you know, and here's a right. guy sitting in glasses. Well, you was posing for, uh, you know, you was posing for a couple pictures, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I even posed for pictures. Yeah, know? that was great. People come up, I love the show, I'm like, well, thank you very much, you know, and I'd Make voices and stuff like you would. One of you know. the uh, the weirder moments, but awesome at the same time, was at a Scarefest show too. Uh, there's a picture out there on Facebook still uh, floating around. Eric C. Khan walking up to the Dead Pit booth. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I, actually, I don't think I was there. No, you were like wandering around or something. You were there, but you weren't like at the booth as yeah. usual. But. uh yeah, I mean, that was just the strangest. Like, he just walked right up, shook my hand, had a $20 bill in his hand, and I was like, yeah, thank you, sir. That's, that's good. You know. He gave you $20? Gave me $20 for no reason at all, other than the fact <laughs> that he's, he can. Yeah, yeah, he gets the job done, basically. And he, <laughs> he, uh, he, uh, he, uh, gave him $20 and didn't even make him holler. Yeah. No. That's true. Oh, man, there's, there's way too many stories, though, that are awesome that involve Goose. The whole fucking, like, uh, Backroads experience and himself was amazing, and I think oh, that yeah. uh, he's been a part of most all of the parties that have gone really, really either horrible or oh. great. Yeah, well, we well, I mean, you know, well, they're always fun, you know. Uh, they're they're always fun, you know. I mean, uh, especially when we can make somebody puke. I mean, it's fun to laugh people puking, you know, right? So, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so when when are we gonna have the next party, real quick? I'm down any time. I mean, the fact that we just got to get these other assholes to agree to be there. Yeah, you two assholes just joining in here, mm. Steve and uh, Uncle Bill. Y'all need to be there next time. I didn't come because I heard Steve wasn't coming. I was like, yeah, hey, fuck that. Wow, that's crazy. Mm. That's yeah. real. So, yeah, we'll definitely, I, I agree, we should have more of the Dead Pit parties, at least two or three a year. You oh, know. yeah, definitely, definitely. And I uh, I know you guys probably got other people wanting to call in. I won't be on here much longer, but I just want to say happy anniversary, and I love you guys in a non-gay way. And, all right. Uh, well, that's old school right you know, there. That's you're all, the... you're, all, you're all family to me, so. Yeah. Well, thank you, and happy upcoming uh, anniversary to you, too, and yeah. good luck with the future endeavors. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, sir. It's not like I'm dead or anything. You just being fired from WWE or something. Yeah. Good, good luck with all the future endeavors. Yeah, I mean, I think with a lot of things, though, if you do something for such a long period of time, I mean, you probably just get burnt out with it and want to do something else. Yeah, well, I, I have not really. I'm like, yeah, you know, that definitely comes with one of my biggest fears is, you know, just doing something and getting caught on camera. Not that I do anything I'm not supposed to do, you know, but. And I was talking to a guy today that was, you know, cutting my hair, and uh, he was talking about police getting captured on camera and stuff. And I said, you know, I said, I've always been fair with people and firm, you know. I said, but if you go somewhere and there's a bunch of drunks or, or you're in the head of one of those hollows in East Kentucky, you know, and you you know, you can't be Mr. Nice Guy if somebody's on drugs or messed out of their head, you know. One of my biggest fears will be, you know, doing something and then, you know, making it look bad, you know, and just all that stuff. I think it's bullshit. You know, they get a bad rap. You know, but I will say at the same time, there's a lot of people that's cops that shouldn't be cops, you know. Mm-hmm. 
but uh, you know I am. Well, the, the, it, the you know just twenty years later, the time has come to get out of it and do something else. And uh, I think me and uh, CK, I've talked to him, and we're going to open maybe a chain of fried chicken restaurants. Sounds good. <laughs> Gosh. We'll get some of that Louisiana yeah. spicy ass fried chicken. So you don't have anything like that around here. Yeah, no, no, no. So they've not, you know. That's what we can call well, it, Louisiana spicy ass fried chicken. Spicy ass fried. I, I love it. I think I we should. It. Yeah, we should definitely get the trademark on that. <laughs> I will. I, as soon as we hang up, I'll start working on it. But you have a guy. You guys have a good night and happy anniversary. And it's good to talk to you all. All right, man. You take it easy. We'll be seeing you soon. See you, guys. All right. See you, buddy. Bye. See, See you, guys. Love Bye. you, man. Love you, too. Bye. Bye. So, yeah, that was a good call, Bulls. I was wondering if he's going to call in. I just randomly, like, run into him up in Pikeville nowadays. Yeah. You all went out to dinner, didn't even ask me. I remember, buddy, that's just one of the reasons <laughs> that this is it. Yeah. This is it. I'm di- I'm distance- now, I am distancing myself you from do? you. But I've had it. It's me and Steve from now on. We're the hot bulls. Yeah. <laughs> we stay hype. We got you another phone call. All over the place. Thank you for calling Appalach- or I mean Dead Pit Radio. Uh, this is a creepy Kentuckian. <laughs> Uncle, <laughs> Uncle Bill. I hope you didn't really just do that. I did. And <laughs> the B plan. Who's this? This is John Grande. What's going on, fellas? John Grande. How you doing, man? Dude, I'm doing pretty well. I'm actually, uh, I'm at work, but, uh, I was reading the Facebook post and I, I was like in shock. I had to call in, man. What's going on? What's, what's the status of the show? Well, I hate, uh, CK. Yeah, we're kind of not getting That's get, what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> I just fucking had it with you, man. We've kind of. His bullshit is fancy pantsing around. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Uncle Bill, you piece of shit. If I ever see your four-eyed face again, I'm going to break it to a million pieces. You ain't going to do shit. You're yeah. my size now, motherfucker. Yeah. I'll powerbomb you through a table. Yeah, you'll see. I'll punk kick you like I'll punk kick a crack baby, buddy. <laughs> You're going to go to the Valley of the Voodoo Jew if you keep it up. <sighs> anyway, yeah. now this is the last, I guess this is the last, well, this is the last show I'm doing. I don't know if it'll be the last show, but this is, I guarantee this will be the last time that uh, that I do a show. So I don't know what, what the plans for anything else are. You know, uh, what why we're... so? Are you, are you giving, hanging it up, Uncle Bill? What's the matter? You're going to either go on like a Rocky Four hiatus and a little fucking <laughs> chop some wood? Yeah. I'm going to fucking train like that and run, up the, run up the hillside when it snows. <laughs> no, it's just, it's really more about like logistics and stuff. Like, I, I don't have, I, when, when we used to say before that we didn't have time to do it, like now I really, really don't have time to do it. And I don't think the CK does either, to be honest. Like with the new job and everything. Yeah. Like I really, yeah. I really don't think it's practical. Well, for either one of the and just to be honest, like, I just don't, get excited about it anymore like i don't there's not anything really ever to talk about it's not a real great time for the genre and i just don't just don't get into it that much. and and the truth is john i mean honestly for me for the past year year and a half probably it's just like oh this is something we do because we've done it for eight and a half nine years you know i mean it's yeah. not it's not 
Like, I agree with Uncle Bill. It's not really that fun anymore. I mean, I always love talking and bullshitting with buddies and stuff like that. But, you know, the days of us when we had, I think we spoiled a lot of people with like two and a half hour, three hour episodes. You know, we had the calls every week. We had interviews every week. And it was fun as hell. But back then, our lives were so much different than they are now. Like, there's no way we could dedicate. We can't dedicate enough time to do an hour show every week even. You know what yeah, I'm we were doing like three hours. We were doing so much fucking time that the recording would like stop. Like you couldn't record anymore. Right. And we would still yeah. be doing the show. I, could, I couldn't uh, actually uh, you know, save the file past like three hours or something because, you know, something with the uh, the software on a computer. But it's uh, I just think it's time, like at the very least, like the Dead Pit site's always going to be there. Like I'm never going to let that, you know, just not renew it or anything. Steve, I mean, I don't know how many people is going to actually listen to this, but Steve is going to continue on doing his show. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm one of those people that never says never. I'm not saying I'll never do anything ever again with Dead Pit because that's probably not true. Like I probably do videos or, you know, might do a Saturday Nightmares or something one night, one night. There's nothing else to do, but for me, I'm just totally like burnt out on it because there's nothing new to really discuss that I'm interested in out there. I'm just burnt out on it. Like really, like I think for me, for sure need like a six month break, you know, at least. So I'm not saying I would never ever do anything like a podcast again or anything like that, but it's going to be a while if I ever do it. Um, and as far as the current incarnation, like I would never do another episode in the vein that we've been doing them you know it'd probably be like if i want to do a podcast do a five minute podcast on i don't know one thing or another but nothing yeah. like a hour did, long uh, i think what happened more so than anything is we kind of created the the own our own monster because we did shows like three hour long shows every week and always had a guest and then Steadily over time, like it just one thing would drop off after another thing would drop off. Like we wouldn't get guests because we just couldn't. Like we didn't, uh, we didn't have time to like try to find somebody and then, you know, sit around and wait for them to call and all that stuff. And then so that fell off and then, uh, it's the show started getting shorter. Like it would go from three hours, two hours to an hour and it just kept getting like, and yeah, it's just, it's, it's time for it to, I mean, at least, like you were saying, for it to take a hiatus. Now, I don't think that, like you were saying, I don't think I would ever do the show like we were doing it before again. Um, I just think that's, that, like, you can't sustain that. No, I mean, if I, there's, I, I, go ahead. All right, sorry. Um, I, I totally, I totally understand where you guys are coming from. I, I think that the genre and, and, and even wrestling and all, all the things that you guys have loved to talk about and I've loved to listen to and all the other listeners have loved to listen to. It's like all that stuff right now is just so poor. It's all in like that 1995 kind of stank. And it's just, I, I don't know. Like I kind of agree with you guys. I feel like why continue to talk about something that that you love so much while it's so terrible, you know, like I could totally see why you guys are so burnt out. Yeah. I mean, at one point it was fun to talk about it and, and bash it and stuff because it was kind of constantly coming out and there's always something new and exciting in both wrestling and horror movies. But now the complaining is just, 
it's kind of sad in a way. Like you're not even yeah. excited. You're not even excited about doing it anymore. It's just like you wake up and it's shit. Like the horror genre <laughs> and wrestling is both just like I don't even want to watch either one of them. Right. The thing is, though, is like with the horror genre, though, there's nothing. It's like not even there. Like almost. I mean, there's new movies that come out, but most of them aren't really coming out on a mainstream level. You know, most of them are like Netflix movies and stuff you have to really seek out, like order on Amazon dot, you know, EU or whatever overseas. Yeah, that's that's the problem with all that stuff. It's like if if the movie is if this movie that everybody is so you know, like whatever independent films that people tell you to go and see, like there's always such a bitch to find, you know, and it's just like, if it's so good, why can't it be at my disposal easier, you know? Like, I have to search for it here, I have to see if it's region-free, you know, like, all this shit. Like, I, I just think it's it's just ridiculous at this point. Like, it's like, it's just, I don't know, I don't like it that much. Yeah. I mean, and there's nothing worse, though, than, like, just, like, hanging on to something that you know is just not there anymore. It's like punk music or something, you know what I mean? Just the motherfuckers that would hang around in punk music in the in the late eighties. Like you don't want to be those people. Like it's if it's if it's just gone. Like I would rather just fucking just end it. And probably like you were saying, to be honest, we should have ended about a year ago. I always had it in my head though, honest to God, like for when from the time I realized that this could actually happen, I always had it in my head that I wanted it to end in ten years. Like I mean on like the tenth year because i thought that would be really cool i mean you would do fucking 10 years of anything and that's a major accomplishment and just on the 10th anniversary just that that's it and then fucking always kind of want to do the shoot interview that we're talking about so that'd be good yeah we can probably still do that because <laughs> i mean you know we don't, we're not all we're not about burning bridges we're about exploding them motherfuckers <laughs> hell yeah you know, um, actually, before I, I, I know that you guys, um, I probably have tons more callers, but I wanted to have, I had actually a, a topic idea. I wanted to, uh, get a couple last laps with you guys. Um, I was watching these movies recently and I actually really wondered which one of the two you hate worse. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 5, The Dream Child, or Freddy's Dead? Oh. Uh. I figured it'd be a fun topic. I don't hate either one of those movies, to be honest. Like, I've watched them several times since the last time we probably talked about Nightmare on Elm Street. But I think, like, the Dream Child is bad because it looks like they made it in, like, a week. Which they did, I think. Yeah, it's just way too rushed, and you you can completely tell. But fucking Freddy's Dead is just bad. (laughs) Like, it it doesn't look like they made it in a week. It just is a horrible... Idea for a movie. I think and a horrible the movie. It, the end sequence with that ugly little fucking kid in uh, the <laughs> Dream Child, to me, like that, that is worse than anything in either of those movies. Maybe in anything in the entire, you know, Freddy. You mean franchise. when he's running up and down the steps or whatever. Yeah, and it, it's line. like upside down and stuff. I'm like, yeah. thinking, God damn, this is so horrible. Like, who watched this and was like, like, okay, let's go, let's go with this. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's worse than anything and any other Freddy movie other than maybe the remake. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. That's bad. But. That is probably the worst scene of any of those movies. Except, wait a minute. Is it Freddy's Dead that has the beginning that's like the Wizard of Oz? 
Yeah. Is yeah. That Freddy's is. Dead? Yeah, that's mm. pretty fucking bad, too. I kind of like Freddy's Dead, though, because it has that mid-90s grunge-type vibe to it, you know, because that stuff was popular around that time, or early 90s, or whatever it was. Yeah. And there's not many horror movies that's made around that time period for some reason. Early, ni- early ni- 91, 92, something like that, when that come out. I think it came out in 91. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think... Oh, that's a hard question, actually. I think I have to go with Freddy's Dead. You probably go with the Dream Child, though. Yeah. So, Steve, you're supposed to be on this. You you cast the tie-breaking vote. Steve's just oh. listening. He's like one of the few people that can listen live to this. He's just enjoying yeah, I'm, it. Yeah, I'm exclusive live uh, listener. Uh, yeah, I unfortunately I have to agree with you. B, uh, the Dream Dream uh, uh, Freddy's Dead is. Is the worst of the two. Actually, yeah. Like, if you think about it, part four and part five basically look about the same. And they almost look like they're... I think they were made at the almost exact same time, though, weren't they? I mean, it's what it looks like. Yeah, it's self-contained little story there with uh, Alice. Yeah. But everything about Freddy's Dead just looks... I don't know, generic or something. And plus, that was, you know, in the '90s or even in the early '90s, that that had run its course, and it, it that that it wasn't the same. And then, the, the, I, you know, I don't know how good the uh, 3D effects were in the theater, but they weren't too good on home video. <laughs> no, no, no they worked too good. That's a good question, though. Yeah. Well, man, we're going to try to take a couple more phone calls. Good talking to you, and you know, you never know, you may hear us again one day. Yeah, I hope so, guys. You guys are the best. Uh, keep it creepy, guys. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Have Thanks. a good one, man. Bye-bye, guys. Bye-bye. So I'm going to rate that call excellent. Oh, the rating's back. I used yeah. to get really bad ratings. <laughs> you did, Steve, because all you would say is yeah. Yeah. Or no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So we did have quite a few people still trying to call in. And uh, tried to post something. Well, here's someone else. People just keep trying to call in, you know, I, but but nobody can hear us. So, hello, you're on Dead Pit Radio with the Creepy Kentuckian, Uncle Bill and the B Plan. Who's this? Uh, yeah, I like to order a large pepperoni with uh, sausage. Also, I like to have <laughs> deep dish Whoa. and um, parmesan. I'm sorry. Oh, you're, uh, now, yes. now listen, Slippy. You're not supposed to be eating that shit, baby. Oh, oh shit! Did I? Do- Oh, fuck. I mean, yeah, not, um, I mean, uh, 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 hey, guys, uh, how, how, uh, how, uh, what's, uh, what, what did, uh, what's, uh, what's, uh, what's going on? Not much. Look, how man, you doing, sir? You pro- I'm surprised you could find this number. <laughs> I, I have it on my speed dial. What, what, what are, what are you talking about? Right next to Domino's, right? <laughs> yeah, Dead Pete Domino's. Uh, yeah, that, that's how that works. That's how yeah, that works. Indeed. So what What's what, what is this on? thing? Uh, it's I've been I've been busy. I've I've been doing stuff, but I'm curious about this one last time shit that I'm seeing on these posts on Facebook. What what does this mean? One last time. Explain, Uncle Bill. Well, I would say now we've been talking about this some already, but I would say that this will be the last official like Dead Pit show, the last of the series of like we have been doing. There might be some like. Special kind of thing that happens down the road, but this is the last one of the actual shows. And and why is that? 
Um, that's a good question. Several people ask that. Um, Which one of you is dying? <laughs> the short well, I one. Mean, <laughs> yeah. Steve's been killing my soul for years now, but that's not. Uh, well, that I mean that, but that that goes without saying. But I mean. Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, I, I guess that, like, it was me that was the one that decided to to stop doing the, the shows, but... Uh-huh. Yeah. This is okay, hard. Yoko. That's, uh, let's see how this is going to be. Well, I think Jess would be Yoko, wouldn't she? I mean, well, well I don't she was know, the first one. I don't one. know how yeah. that all There's works, a couple but, of them. Um, no, I, I mean, yesterday I was... Uh, he was talking about doing the show, and I said, all right, well, let's... Give you know to have something to talk about. Let's just this is the last time that I'm going to do the show, and he was like, "Well, um, maybe this should be like the last show." I think we're both really just kind of burn out of doing it, and also just cannot seem to ever find the time or get our well, schedules or anything together the, to do it. One of the things, right. yeah, I mean, it's just the fact that it's just so hard to get together to do it, and when we're even doing the show, we're not really we're just doing it on Skype. Mm-hmm. It's not like the mm-hmm. old days where we were actually meeting up and doing. I think that hurt the show quite a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. It's just, it's difficult to get together. You know, I'm working till seven o'clock at night now. Mm-hmm. And Uncle Bill, I mean, we've tried to do this 10 year anniversary show for like three weeks. <laughs> you know, true. it's been a 10 year anniversary. For a while. Yeah. If you can't even put it together for your own 10 year anniversary, dude, maybe, you know, yeah. You know, it's 11th year anniversary by the time we do this show. What yeah. I was telling, uh, what I was telling John Grande just before you called, hmm. it's one of those deals where the, the current incarnation of the show, it just, yeah. it, we don't have time to do it. You know, I mean, six months down the line, a year down the line, if we can find a way, you know, I'm not saying I'm I'm one of those people that just never says never because you never know. Right. Um but as of right now I just think we need like a break. Um so as far as the final Dead Pit show, I mean the final one in this incarnation of the show, what we're doing, like an hour long we've done like an hour long show for the past two or three years. If we do something else I want it to be just drastically different and simpler sure. for both of us to do. All right, here's well, what I want to know though, Slippy. Yeah. I was always curious about this anyway though. Mm-hmm. Okay, how? When is the last time that you listened to the show? Oh, I've I've listened to the show at least about. Oh shit! Um, <laughs> exactly. It's been a while. I have to be yeah, honest. It yeah. has been a while. Was there a period of time when you did listen to it? Oh yeah, absolutely. It was yeah many 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 years ago. Uh, <laughs> it was it was I, all the time. Yeah, I mean actually no, seriously, I used to listen to it all the time, but. You know, you get busy doing other things, and then when Steve showed up, I tuned out. Then I just, yeah, I think uh, a lot of people did. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh. No, that's not true. I had tuned out way before that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's just, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's just one of those things where you get doing other things, and sometimes you forget. You take things for granted, you know? Yeah. Well, I think the thing, too, is with, with both of us is just the fact that as far as, like, horror itself, it's just changed so much since we started doing the show. I mean, especially the mainstream right. horror scene. I mean, there's only so many times you can talk about Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. 
You know, which right. I understand. I mean, I love those movies too, but I mean, you know, you can't just, a show can't just exist solely on nostalgia forever, right. you know. You mean, you mean like Annabelle wasn't enough to keep several episodes of the show going? No, that was a couple episodes, but past those two, <laughs> you know. But yeah, the mainstream horror situation right now is what I would, it's kind of weak right now. I mean, it's just all the good work's being done independently and, there's just, there's only so much you can talk about. It's certainly not to sustain a, a weekly show that's an hour long, you know. Yeah, or three hours long like it used to be. Oh, God, they used to go on for a long time. I used <laughs> to listen to the, no, I used to listen, I, whenever I would go on a road trip, I would take like two episodes of the show with me. And I would, you know, that'd be enough to sustain me for several states. <laughs> so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But uh, I, I, was I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with like how things have happened in the genre and everything. Because you're always going to have people that's going to disagree on that. You're going to have people that's going to be like, you know, everything's horrible. Nothing's good. Right. It's right. gone to shit. Then you're going to have people that's going to be like, well, you know, the indie scene is good, and then the mainstream scene is bad. Then you're going to have people that's like, no, it's it's fine. Like it, it comes in cycles and all this stuff. But there oh, yeah. has been, there's definitely been something happened. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't know how to explain it. But it's not as exciting or fun as it was, you know, let's say 2007, 2008. So I don't yeah. know what the cause of it is. But when you struggle as much as we do to find anything to talk about, there's something <laughs> going on. Well, sadly, the only thing really to talk about lately is just all the people we're losing. Yeah. I mean, you know, between last year was a terrible year. Uh, just an awful, awful year. And then, uh, this year hasn't started off much better. Uh, so it's just like, you know, we're, we're starting to lose. I mean, when Wes Craven died, it was just kind of like, okay, now we're starting to lose the people who were making films while I was growing up. You know, exactly. like, and it's like, I don't like, I don't like that. These people aren't allowed to die. And then, uh, when Gunner passed away, that hit me unbelievably hard because he had become a really good friend and it was like, I just wasn't ready for that. And it, it kind of took the wind out of my sails for the last portion, portion of the year. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, you know, I don't, this whole, you know, passing away thing, I just, I'm kind of, I'm kind of over it. And uh, I really wish people would stop doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we were, we were definitely wanting to talk about, I mean, there's been a lot of people over the last little bit. And Angus Graham was one of the, Ones more yeah, recently. Yeah. I mean, I, it, it, with Angus, I mean, it was, of course, it was sad, but I mean, he lived a, a long life, man. I mean, he was almost 90 years old. Yeah. And not that it doesn't, you know, not that it's okay that he passed away, but, you know, we should all live so long and mm-hmm. do as many different things as he did and make as many friends and make, leave such an incredible impression. I mean, I only knew him a little bit. I, I met him on a couple of occasions and, uh, uh, produced uh, Phantasm 2 and, you know, communicated with him about arranging his interview. And he was just a very, very sweet man. Uh, just really, really cool. And he loved, he, he absolutely loved uh, people and their love of Phantasm and the tall man. I mean, he just absolutely embraced them. I mean, that wasn't all he was, but he recognized it as being something that he was very proud of and that people really, was really affected, that really affected people. So I did, I did really like that about him too, was that, like, you never got the sense from him when I met him or when we talked to him or anything like that for the interview that we did that he never got the sense that he was like uh bored right. with talking about it or you know right. that he was it's been something that he talked about so many times that he didn't have an interest in it he never ever got that sense like he always seemed really really gracious to talk about it and 
I admire somebody that's been doing those shows and stuff for as long as he has been, and is actually yeah. like that too. And he was and, doing it right up. He was doing it right up to the end too. I mean, yeah, only, he was at. Wasn't know? he at the show like Scarefest that you went to? I, I think he was at he was at either a Texas show or he was at a Kentucky show or something. Well, he was he was scheduled well, he canceled Scarefest. Yeah, he was scheduled to be at the Scarefest show, but they had said that he'd gotten sick and couldn't make it. Yeah. And they told yeah. us it was like a cold or something. But I mean, you know, at his age, he was what almost ninety years old. Yeah, I don't think eighty nine. I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, like you were saying, he led a full life and had a healthy life up right up until the end. I mean, you know, not not that many people is going to be that fortunate. Um, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, yeah, it's. I mean, it really has been. That's another thing about the last, well, last two years, I guess. He really has been super depressing about all the people that have that have died. Yeah, I mean, we said hey. we all, who else did we lose last year? Christopher Lee passed away last year. Betsy Palmer. Oh uh, yeah, Betsy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's been. And these are people that, like, okay, you know, we may not have known them, but we met them. It's not as, you know, and they, right. they, they were a part of our growing up, too, because they were in the movies that we watched all the time. And we also met them. And it's just so bizarre and surreal. And you see them every time, too, Sleepy. And you probably know this. Like, even if you don't go up to them, like, at a yeah, show, yeah. these people are at, at every show, usually. And right, you see right. them, like, all the time. So it's just, yeah. it's insane. It's weird. It's really, really, really weird. And, and it just, I don't know, I'll put you in this weird frame of mind. I mean, it, as it turned out, and I don't know if this is true or not, and it's not like I'm making any grand claim here or anything, but I think I ended up doing maybe the last real interview with Wes before he passed away, which was the commentary for People Under the Stairs. Mm. And he had already had some health issues before we we did that commentary, but he really wanted to do it, and he was just—it was great and everything. And then we were going to do one for Shocker, and I didn't hear anything back. And then a couple months later, he was gone, and it was just like you know, son of a bitch. Uh, It—it it, it, just—I don't know. It's—it's it, to me, it's just how it, how can they be here one day and gone the next? It doesn't, uh, you know, if you just people well, use consumer. With uh, Craven, like I didn't even know anything was wrong with him. I don't think a lot of people did. Well, no, that was kept uh, kept very secret. I mean, I was told in confidence about certain things that could, when I was going to record the commentary with him, I needed to know a couple things. Um, but he wasn't certainly at death's door. He wouldn't have been doing the commentary or anything. But, I mean, I didn't know about, and I certainly didn't pry uh, in terms of, you know, what else was going on. But it turns out he was battling brain cancer. So it's like, oh, Jesus, that must have been hell. Mm-hmm. So it's oh, yeah. just, yeah. And then I find out, you know, Gunner, I mean, I had... You know, Gunnar, it's weird when you when you if you're lucky to be in this business for any length of time, you you meet a lot of people, and if, you know sometimes people are good businesses acquaintances, or you're just friendly at shows and stuff like that. Or, but Gunnar was someone who ended up through a variety of circumstances ended up becoming a really good friend, someone I would hang out with all the time, talk to, email back and forth. Uh, every show we would go to, we would always have breakfast every morning of the show, which is like a standing arrangement we had, and. Uh, I've been to it. I went up to his house once in Maine. I mean, it was just like you know, a lot of. It was just one of those things where it was just, you know, you made a good friend. And um, I was going to see him. I saw him in Chicago at a show in March, where actually I interview ended up interviewing him for the mosquito documentary I did, which ended up it was weird. I wasn't going to, but I got the gig on my way up to the show, and it was just like, oh well, this will work out. And I I did the interview with him and. Uh, I said goodbye to him Monday morning as I was leaving Chicago, and we were going to 
he was going to go to Rock and Shock in Boston later that year, and I think October or September or something, October. And I was like, oh, I'll just see you then, because that was just kind of how it always was with us. And mm-hmm. uh, he canceled out of Rock and Shock like about two months or so before the show, and that was highly unusual for him. He never, ever really canceled out, especially that one, because it was only like three hours from his home. And uh, it was like, oh, something's not right. And I emailed him and called him and, and texted nothing. I didn't hear anything back. And uh, when I was at Rock and Shock, I asked someone with the show, uh, and I said, uh, what's what's going Have you heard anything about what's going on with Gunner? And the look on her face when I asked that question told me everything I needed to know. And it was just horrifying. It was just like she didn't say anything because she couldn't, but it was just like I could tell something was wrong. And then uh, he he passed away like a month later. And it turns out he had gotten uh, pancreatic cancer. We'd been diagnosed in the summer, and it was just that was it. Yeah, yeah. That's... And I mean, if it could take down a guy like that, I mean, he he was someone I admired so much. And if something like that could take down a guy like that, it was just to me, it was just. Uh, it was heartbreaking. It was a horrible way to end the year, and I was I was majorly depressed, as as were a lot of people. I mean, it's not like I was his only friend. He Gunner had a way of just making everybody feel like, uh, you know, he, he really when you would talk to him, he was really interested in what you had to say, and you were fascinated by anything he had to say because what a life he led. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that was you know I lost we've lost some great genre people, but in that rare circumstance i lost a really good friend and that just uh that just knocked me on my ass for a while it really did yeah, he was i mean they were good people all of them yeah. and all of them were icons too i mean that's the that's the saddest thing about it i mean these these were people that like created roles that are just in in terms of what we do or what we did i guess at this point uh <laughs> you don't you don't ever forget that the no. tall man and leatherface and yeah, Craven creating Nightmare on Elm Street, and yeah, it's just yeah, it's and it's like, and it, and it just you know, it's funny. A friend and I were talking about this, like you know, life is just so weird in that there's no guarantees. You know, the nicest people can die young, and some pricks can live forever. You know, it's just it's it's totally random. You know, it's just like we lose Gunner, but a certain other Leatherface is still alive and kicking. <laughs> yeah, he probably lived to be like 110. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, and it's just like, okay, fine. I mean, not that I would wish the guy any ill will. I don't care. Right. But it's at the same time, it's just like, oh, that's great. We get to keep him, but you know, lose the other guy. It's just not fair. Which you know, life isn't fair. So. No. Yeah, he can just troll the universe now. No, and it's it's just crazy. Like how many people have passed away due to cancer? I mean. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, like we lost uh, what? Like you know, you know, Lemmy died, and then of course Bowie, and then Adam Alan Rickman, both sixty nine years yeah. old, both died right. from cancer. I mean, this year it's only been, it's only twenty one days in. We've lost like four major people. Yeah, you know, insane. it's just like okay, uh, are you trying to squeeze them all in before the winter's over? Jesus, I mean, enough already. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's crazy that you've got like, you know, cell phones that can broadcast all across the world or whatever. You know, that can right. make you breakfast and they can't, you know, they can't find a cure for this disease. So. There's a cell phone that makes you breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I gotta get that model. Well, you can get the the cell phone that controls a robot that'll make you breakfast. There you go. <laughs> There's robots that make you breakfast. Yeah. Oh, I gotta get me a breakfast robot. In China, there's a robot. There's all kinds of shit. More, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I've seen some of those videos. I don't need to see that. Mm. It's very because uh, they made them. I've seen a couple of those. They made them way too lifelike. 
and it, it just made it creepier. It's just like, I don't want something that looks like that staring back at me. I just, ugh. I'll give you nightmares. You know Steve's got one of those, too. He's got one. <laughs> it's in the closet now. It's locked up. He don't use it anymore. Yep. Yeah. No. No, just on special <laughs> occasions. Every once in a while. He reenacts Yakuza gang rape, whatever those <laughs> movies are that you like, Steve. I do the, I do the, I take her out to a big rock and do the, I spit on your grave scene. Oh, that's, that's sweet. It is. That's really nice. It's, Thanks it's, for it. It's, it's better than it sounds. No, no, it really is. There's no way that's, that's better than it sounds. That's, that's, wrong. that's wrong and, 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 and you're horrible and, uh, don't ever change, please. Oh, I'll stay uh, shitty. We can get Joe to work on that. Just says stay shitty on it. <laughs> yeah, but you know another thing I was thinking about in terms of you know now that you've mentioned that the show's over. I mean, you guys not just that you don't have time, but I mean you got well, and also one of the reasons you don't have time is you guys have families and stuff now. It's like what the fuck, you know? It's yeah. just like you wouldn't got all of, you know you grew up on us, and that's just like that's not cool at all. Well, supposed to do you that. remember? Uh, you remember Kelly, don't you, Slippy? Kelly, mm-hmm. Kelly Marcotte? Yeah. One of the things that he um, hey. asked me, like around the time <laughs> when we were uh, doing that documentary, he's like, how the hell are you going to like continue to do this, well, like when you go off, or, like go to work and have a family and all that stuff? And this was like, I don't even remember what year this was. Like, Speaking of did you hear that in the background there? Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, yeah. 2000. When the hell did we do the documentary? That was like two thousand seven. That like, was like fucking eight years ago. <laughs> yeah, and I did it for like I don't like at, you know eight years after that, and it just. But at some point, like he was right though. It catches up with you. You just can't. Like you can't do both. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, I, I, you know, you've made the decision to, you know, have a have a kid and uh, have a life and and impart your knowledge onto the next generation and you know you know Wes has gotten married and all that and then I think that's really uh you know uh, a regrettable decision but what are you gonna do uh you know it's just, <laughs> well, uh, it's weird like the the circle of life like the Lion King like <laughs> Piper's four now and here just four reads, yeah she's how the four. fuck is she four wasn't she just <laughs> born like three weeks ago <laughs> seems like that to me too she's four and she just recently started like watching all the Chucky movies. Oh and God! She, she freaking loves Chucky, and we had to watch like <laughs> all of them, like the first three and into the Bride of Chucky. For some reason, she likes the uh, originals more than like the later ones, which is well, actually I like, like the fact that she's got some class. That's yeah, not, that's yeah. Really actually, Bride of Chucky's grown on me quite a bit. I, I like Bride is. of Chucky. Yeah. I haven't like I haven't liked the last couple ones so much, but uh, no, but I, I did like I did I did, I did enjoy Bride of Chucky. Yeah, but she's going around now talking about Chucky all the time, talking about, you know, wanting to watch those movies and watches them, watches clips of them constantly. And that's kind of the weirdest part about it. Like, that's where we're at. Well, you've got to show her Dolly Dearest now. Oh, God. <laughs> Do I have to? Pinocchio's Revenge. And yeah. I could never make it through Pinocchio's Revenge, so God bless her. Uh, yeah, I love Caventini to death, but Pinocchio's Revenge, I don't know what in the hell he was doing. I have a signed copy of that. <laughs> yeah, that, that was like I think three different people owned that copy, if I'm not mistaken. It was me, <laughs> me first, then Jason Payne bought it off me at Fright Night to get Kevin Tenney to sign it, and then uh-huh. I guess Steve got it from Jason Payne. 
Yeah. Clearly, he never watched it. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't watched it either, to be honest. <laughs> no, right. uh, well, while we got you on here, Sleepy, though, and this will probably be the last chance I'd have to do this, I do want to. Uh, You're not dying, guys. It's like we will see each other again or talk to each other again. It's just like, this is the last time we're ever going well, to be able to talk. Well, you never know. We just got done talking about all these people that have died. I, you know, anybody, anything could happen. Like,. Well, yeah, I know anything. Well, geez, don't bring that up. That's not. That's not be that, to, yeah, I would not bring that up. Yeah, yeah that's so. just like you know, it's just like uh, what happened. Well, Slippery slipped in the shower and impaled himself on the shower rod. <laughs> and his the, last words. And his last words were fucking Uncle Bill. Fuck that guy. I'll haunt you, motherfucker. <laughs> oh God. Okay, never mind then. I'm not gonna say it. Fuck you, Slippy. I'm not gonna... <laughs> There we go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, seriously, what were you going to ask me? I wasn't going to ask you anything. I was just going to kind of thank you, like, because I think that you were one of the first people that we, we had on and stuff that became a reoccurring guest that we kept, like, having on over and over and over again. And we, you know, when we would go to conventions and stuff, we would always meet up with you. And yeah. it, it, I really did enjoy all the times that we, uh, we got together and stuff like that, so. Oh, I did too, and I, I hope that that doesn't stop. I mean, I'm sure eventually you'll probably do another show or something just because you want to go. Yeah. You know, you yeah. Know, just because you know, Dead Pit's ending doesn't mean that you, you know, I'd say it's I'm done with horror forever. No, I'm, I'm sure. Turn my back. Every once in a while, I mean, I'm hoping at least uh, at some point in the future I'll get to have a, a guy's weekend out and just, you know, hang out and, and drink some beers and jump up and down on beds and shit again. But, uh, <laughs> did we do that? Yeah. yeah. Remember that. You don't remember that? Uh, don't you remember well, that? Pro- the, yeah, the best stuff is the stuff you don't remember. I can remember vividly, though, Steve getting drunk and pretending he's Batman and hopping up on bed. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, you're Batman, Steve. I'm Batman. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, Steve don't even remember I'm that. I'm going to jump up that. and down on the bed like this. I'm Batman. <laughs> I don't remember yesterday. No, so he didn't it's... say he was Batman. He said, I'm B-Plan. <laughs> Nobody cared about Steve till they put on the mask. <laughs> <laughs> You've run my city. So. <laughs> and what I feel bad, I do feel bad about one thing. I mean, 10 years of Dead Pit, now that it's coming to an end, we didn't get Peter Butter Solution out in time for that. Son of a bitch, that's true. I know. Yeah. I tried to talk Don May into doing it and aggravate him so much he left Facebook, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was what did it. Uh, he tells me that all the time. It's just, well, Wes and just yeah, I just had to leave Facebook. He was sick of it. So, yeah, I don't yeah, blame I him. Any, if I had any regret, it would be peanut butter solution and munchies. There's a double feature from you know what? If I can ever get either one of those done, I certainly will for you because I care <laughs> just that do. much. <laughs> I mean, you know, you, you got to have something to watch. You know, you never did get a, a real uh, edition of Blood Diner either out on on DVD. No, came frustratingly close a couple times, but uh, no, no, yeah. we never did. There's a lot of regrets, a lot of things, a lot of missed opportunities, a lot of things I'll go to my grave wishing I'd done. But, you know, there's always the, the possibility <laughs> of the, uh, you know, the 4K edition of Blood Diner in the future and, Oh, well, there's Ultra Blu-ray now, or whatever it's called, yeah, what, UHD or yeah, whatever, I, I don't know. I can't even remember all these fucking formats that are coming out. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah. 4Q, 4Q, 4K, I don't know what it's called. It's just something 
that I still can't watch right now. So, right. But uh, yeah, it's it's just a lot of stuff. I mean, you know, I'm still busy, still working, still got lots of stuff coming up. But um, you know, it's just uh, things are always evolving, always changing, and yet some things always stay the same. You know. Yeah. Except for you guys, because now you're leaving. So fuck y'all. But you know, that's that's okay. I you know. <laughs> Well, we're not going anywhere. We're just not. You're just not gonna be able to hear us on a, you know. I don't know. If we were even doing it bi-weekly. We were doing it maybe once a month basis. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, still do like dead pit specials. You know, like it, well, now see, so you're done doing the, the show. Now you got to do a movie. That's true. So you got to yeah, you got to do spin-off. you know. Yeah, got to do like a, a like a heist film where someone steals someone steals your your prized possession. And you have to go out on the road and try and hunt them down and kill them. Yeah. And while the while you're doing a, a radio show at the same time, yeah, you know, that's a good idea. You know, actually, get a budget together, do a Kickstarter campaign to fund the Dead Pit movie. That's a good idea. You know, that is a you good know idea. That, that'd be great. It's like someone stole the baby. <laughs> we gotta go get it. <laughs> and then, of course, you know, the baby's been so well versed in horror and everything that it drives the kidnappers nuts. And so it's, uh, you know, it's like a ransom of red sheep thing. And then at the end, everyone's dead and the baby's back and everyone's happy and covered in blood and drinking beer. That's Come good. on, who wouldn't see that movie? Start working, think, on, start working on the script and then we'll start the Kickstarter. I mean, I oh, I don't want to be, oh, I don't want to have anything to do with it. I'm just saying have someone do it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm busy. I got make, shit to do. How about we make a dead pit movie, but we have munchies in it? <laughs> yeah. I don't think it could be I don't think the rights to get uh the licensed munchies would be too much. I mean I No, I can't I, imagine I, it would be. No, I gotta imagine it's just like uh, here's ten bucks. Uh can I have a yeah. munchie? Can I, knock yourself out, kid. <laughs> and the whole <laughs> fucking movie would just be us sitting around Wes's house and munchies would periodically run through. Yeah. For no like reason whatsoever. Yeah, I just got like peanut butter smeared all over them. Just so I was like, "What the fuck is it? Why is there a munchie?" I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, got munchies in my living room. Why? I don't know. <laughs> the soundtrack. You, you we'll make we'll make a song called "We've Got Munchies." No, but <laughs> you know, at the very least, what we were saying is that I mean, at some point in time, I'm I'm one of those people. Like I said, never say never. Specials, you could do Saturday Nightmares, whatever, yeah. live videos. Yeah. I mean, it's always, the Dead Pit site's always going to be there. And there'll always mm-hmm. be things that we'll probably want to talk about every once in a while. But, you know, just the current incarnation, we just can't make it work. You know? Well, no, and I don't think that's realistic. Things have changed, and you guys have got other stuff going on. And also, you run the risk of having, you know, if you feel obligated to do it every week in one form or another, you, it doesn't end up being something that anyone would necessarily want to listen to every week. It's not a special anymore. So I think it's probably a good idea for you guys to take a breather from it and, you know, just do it when you feel there's enough stuff to talk about. Because people would enjoy that more than something every week where there's like, so what happened in horror this week, Uncle Bill? Did uh, a dick squat. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what was going on, too. Uh, I took a dump. Well, I, I took a dump that really stunk. Um, other than that, uh, I can't think of anything else horrific that happened this week. How about you? Oh, Leslie, Leslie, what's going on this week in horror? Oh, Rob Zombie's still trying to get that movie fucking made. He's still trying to get a <laughs> R rating. That's like yeah. the last two months. Yeah, yeah so, it's, so it's just like, what else happened this week? Same shit that didn't happen last week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's pretty much the oh, same Oh, you mean thing. tell me Sherry Moon Zombie's in another Rob Zombie She's going to show her ass in it, too. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. At least look forward to that. <laughs> I'm Rob Zombie. Get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> oh, yeah! Yeah! 
<laughs> Still the best Rob Zombie impersonation I ever heard. Her ass <laughs> should definitely get residuals, though. Like, it's been in so many of his movies. Like, I bet her ass gets a separate paycheck at this point. I don't know. How would it, how would the ass sign it? The check? I don't know how that would... <laughs> no, I, I can picture that, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sure you can picture that very well. You know, but, so... It's, Slippy, uh, I'm you know. I'm glad that you uh, you called in. It's always good to hear from you, and you know, yeah, he, he's he's working on like 14 different Scream Factory releases right now. I'm sure half of uh, which not, you probably can't talk about. Many, but there's a lot of stuff, yeah. Yeah, I know the Texas Chainsaw Two yes, is uh, yes, a big yes. one that you've been working on. I saw some photos of Sean Clark of. Yeah, we went down to Austin and shot some of the Horrors Hell of Ground uh, episodes down there. We went to all the locations and what's left of them um, and uh, did some stuff there. And we've shot a, a few other things. They're going to announce the features on that pretty soon. But it, that, that's that been kind of weird for me because I first did the, the other one like almost 10 years ago. So it's just like, okay, so this movie's never going to leave me alone. It's always no, going to be around, you know, and that's fine. I have no problems with that, but it gets harder and harder each time out to come up with something to talk about because it's like eventually, you know, the next edition, five years down the line, the guy who did the craft services on Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 talks for the first time. And it's going to be like, well, what, what was it like? Uh, I served hamburgers. <laughs> uh, I, I, it, was, it was good. And what did Dennis Hopper say? Oh, he, 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 liked, he liked celery. I, you know, I don't know. It's gonna be like I don't. So it, that always becomes a challenge. But we we found some interesting things to talk about this time around. Cool. Well, we'll definitely. Yeah, uh, yeah I look forward to that. And uh, there's a few, definitely a few Scream Factory releases on my wish list mm-hmm. that I'll have to pick up whenever they go on sale, if they ever do. Yeah, I gotta so, say, I gotta say, one of the funniest things I ever saw, and I would. It was funny because it was such a response only you would do. It was when the whole uh, Nightbreed thing happened, and the, uh, the, the 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 box had accidentally got sent out to a few customers that shouldn't have received them, and then Screen Factory posted the thing saying, hey, could you send some of them back? That was great. And, and then you, you posted, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll shit in the box and they have a back to it. <laughs> and then, right. I gotta tell you, that really pissed off someone at Screen Factory, man. <laughs> I, it really, it really, 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 really did. And it was, it was just so funny to see them quote the thing in the email to me that I read that was just like, look what he's wrote. He's gonna shit in a box and mail it back. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm just like, wow! I got to hand it to West. Talk about burning all bridges in one big shot. That pretty much did it. It's like, wow! But I could just imagine you. I could, I could picture you and hear you saying it. That was just the best thing. I'll tell you what I'll do. I just love the, I love the fact that he was so mad about it that he had to fucking like bring it up in an email. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was. It was actually quite funny. That, that uh, was, was great. Was, I did not know about that. Oh, yeah, man. no, yeah, yeah, you, uh, you, you, you got their attention. <laughs> well, good. Yeah. So, but, uh, yeah, so I, I, on the one hand, I was just like, well, I hope you enjoyed that because you're, you're never going to see a screen factory screener again after that. <laughs> and it's like, oh, oh my God. Oh, that was funny. Uh, what a way to a, go, though, right? Yeah, <laughs> shit in the box. Yeah, if you. Shit in the box and mail the pack to. 
That's what I was saying earlier. I mean, you know, we don't we don't burn bridges. We blow them up. You blew them up, pissed on it. Yeah, you blew it up, picked the ashes, put them in a blender, drank it, shit it out, and then put it in the box and mailed it to them. It was just, that weird. You gotta nice. give him credit though. He don't fuck around. <laughs> he don't. Right yeah. yeah, there was no subtle, like, you know, little things over a period of time. It was just one fell swoop. Kaboom. Was that's it. it. There wasn't any, like, you know, I don't think this is a good idea. This doesn't seem logical to have like, Nope. <laughs> yeah. Look all that. I'm shit in it. <laughs> No, it's not like, you know, Scream Factory, I seriously protest your method of trying to get us to return items that, in fact, were your mistake. No, you're up shit in a box, in fact. I wonder if anybody actually did that, though. That would be awesome. Oh, God, no, I don't think, any, I don't think anyone did that. But it was just, uh, it was just like, oh, man. It was just, again, it was just one of those things. It's like, you know what? If I had seen that reply on Facebook and the and your name had been blacked out, I would have known who wrote that. Because it's, like, it's just, it had, that was just Westlands all over the place. It's like, oh, perfect. I love that. And also, Wes, I do have to say one thing. You're looking good, man. I have to say, you got the, you're a whole different person, man. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, I've, I've actually uh, the new job I have has a gym at the uh, you know in the oh. office. So you yeah, know we, else you did it we've been using it, and the cold weather. You know, it's well, there's supposed to be yeah. a big ice storms and all that bullshit tonight. So I don't know if I'll leave the house tomorrow. But uh, right, yeah, I've been right. trying to use it every day. I hate walking on a treadmill though. <laughs> Okay. I know I don't either. I, it bores the crap out of me. Yeah. It's just it, I don't know. I I, I like walk. I was during the summer. After I had, have I told you about the, I don't know if I've talked to you since I had my emergency hernia surgery uh, that I had. Yeah, that was fun. I I was going on, I was down on my way to uh, North Carolina to shoot stuff for the mutilator release that uh, Arrow's bringing out. Because uh, they they shot and made that movie out on Atlantic Beach in North Carolina. And I, my mother lives in Charlotte, so I stopped through as a surprise to her en route down there. I stopped there for a night to say, uh, you know, to kind of just surprise her, say, "Hey, mom, how you doing?" And I was there for that night. And that night, I got struck with the most horrible pains in my abdomen, and it was like, "What the hell's going on?" So I had to go to the hospital. It turns out I had a hernia that had ruptured and it uh, kinked a part of my intestine, which I got to tell you. In terms of pain I've experienced was the absolute worst physical because it's like someone's twisting your guts and it won't stop. Damn. There was just yeah. So they ended up having to operate and they, they literally came the doctor came in and said, We have to operate like now because this is really bad. And normally the idea of having to go in, you know, for an operation for surgery would have been like, I am doing it under no circumstances but I was in so much pain I was like, Here, give me the scalpel, I'll start you know, I was just like <laughs> I don't I don't care at this point. Just you know, put 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 a bullet in my head, sledgehammer me in the face. I don't care. I just don't want to feel this pain anymore. So I was down there for uh, like a whole week recuperating, and I started walking a lot while I was down there, just because they they encourage you to get up and actually move around. It actually helps. And ever since then, I've started walking a lot more, like up and down the neighborhood and. I would, you know, my favorite restaurant that I go to every week, I would park like half a mile away and walk back and forth. And, you know, during the winter, you can't do that, but it really helped. I mean, I'm down 110 pounds since I started this whole thing. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's been, it's been, you know, and so winter has been a little rougher because you can't do as much, especially like today when it's like 10 fucking degrees outside and you walk out. It's like, all right, time to start the day. Fuck it. You know, it's just yeah. like I don't, I well, don't want to go out there. The thing that I noticed last winter is you're going to put on like another, 
you know, in the wintertime, you're just going to put on a few more pounds, but it comes right back yeah. off once you get back, you know, back in the oh, swing yeah. of things. Yeah. My, my, I've been able to maintain. Basically, I've just kind of flatlined, which is really all I can kind of, kind of hope for when it's like this out there. But as soon as spring hits, man, I'm back on it big time. I'm really looking forward to it, actually. Yeah. Uh, so, because by the end of the year, my goal is to be down 200 pounds by the by Christmas. So that's you know, because for me, I took it took me 25 years to put all this shit on. It'll take a couple years to t- put it, take it off. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. Know. I mean, definitely, that's that's great. You know, I, it's amazing though how many people that we know, like through the show and stuff, that have uh, that's doing the weight loss thing now. Yeah. Which is, I mean, you uh, were actually an inspiration to me, man. I got to be honest with you. When I first saw you doing it and having so much success with it. I was like, man, that's really impressive. And, you know, I really, I, I got to hand it to him. I, I admire that. And also a part of me was like, well, if that son of a bitch is going to get thinner than me, <laughs> fuck this. Uh-uh, no, that ain't happening. I'm not going to be the fat one in this. <laughs> no, uh-uh, fuck you. Yeah. So it, like, so it was a little bit of resentment, too, that kind of fueled that. So thank you for that. I appreciate that. Oh, no problem. How's married life treating you? It's it's not too bad, actually. I didn't know, yeah? like, the first, the first couple of weeks... It was kind of like, yeah, I mean, I'm, I can't get away now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But after that, you know, I, I kind of like it. You know, it's, it's, it's different, but, uh, you know, I enjoy it. We, we have well, our you, fights every once in a while, but nothing too bad. Yeah. Well, that's to be expected, you know, but, uh, yeah. it seems like you two are a good match and I'm really happy for you. So, you know, congratulations on, uh, all the positive improvements in your life and, uh, and same with you, uh, you know, Uncle Bill and all that. And uh, just keep on rocking. I hope you guys keep doing shows. And if you do do specials and stuff, you know, let me know. I'd love to, to at least make a guest appearance when you do do stuff, you know. Cool. So, you know, I don't want to – I've been away for a while, so, you know. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll definitely let you know. And I think, like I was saying earlier, like there's – this isn't the very end. I mean, I, I think that we'll do some stuff in the future. But as far as the incarnation that everyone knows – it's yeah. going to be drastically different, you know. If, I mean, yeah. every now and then we'll get together and have some box shittings and, and <laughs> yeah, port shittings. <laughs> yeah, box. All right, buddy, get your boxes out. <laughs> get your screen factory boxes out. Shit yeah, yeah. Uh, It'll be, be a gay old time. That was yeah. That, that was I can only basically I can describe that as wonderfully ill-advised. <laughs> I swear to God. Like, I seriously did wonder, whatever happened with those, with those screeners? And then, yeah. Oh, we that all makes sense. I think we quit getting screeners before that bullshit, though. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, maybe. <laughs> You're not getting them again. Oh, well, you know, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, well. I feel like that, uh, I, w- I just, I love the idea that uh, an executive or whoever, like, actually paid attention to that. It's like, <laughs> stirred by it for any moment. Well, you know, uh, the thing is, I mean, it was just, it wasn't uh, really, I don't know if it was really that so much. I don't want to speak for this person in particular, but, you know, they deal with so much fan crap that gets thrown at them over and over again on every single release. Why is it like this? Why don't you have this? I'd rather you release this movie. Why don't you release it? I mean, and after a while, it can get really grating and just like, so any little thing that comes up can just be like, okay, really? Am I going to deal with this? And I deal with a lot of that stuff, too. So it's just like, but they deal with it on a much higher level. So I get it. You know, I can see where the the frustration comes in. But uh, that one just struck me as hilariously funny because it was all about you shitting in a box and mailing it to somebody. 
<laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, nothing worse than a good old Kentucky box shitting. Yeah. Other than a good old Kentucky pork shitting, which we've yeah. done back in the day, too. <laughs> if we could find we'll this- shit on the porch and put, they shit, the, shit in the box on the porch. Yeah, and then you just mail it from well, there. Well, my, so my favorite thing to do was actually shit on a porch and then put like a little candle on top of it, like a birthday cake candle, <laughs> and light it, and then just knock on the door. There you go. There's your gift. Enjoy. There's your gift, and then make it one of those candles that you can't blow out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just to add insult to injury. You know? Well, guys, I, I won't take any more of your time, but uh, sorry to hear that the show is. Uh, Kind of going on a little bit of a hiatus here, but uh, I know it won't be the end of deadpit.com, certainly. And uh, I think change is always good in the end of the day. So um, I've enjoyed everything that I've ever done with you guys, you know, and I hope to do more in the future. And, uh, you know, good work. Ten years. You made it ten years. Lots of things don't make it ten years. So, yeah, yeah. you know, that's that's something to celebrate, I think. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, yeah, we'll be talking to you again soon, I'm sure. or We'll be seeing you soon at one of these shows. Okay, man. Well, uh, take care, guys, and uh, I will see you soon. All right, man. All right, take care you and, uh, you know, keep up the good work with the weight loss and all that stuff. I certainly will, and you too, man. I'll see you soon. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, that was the legendary Slipstrip Style calling in, and we still have people trying to call in, by the way. Well, that is amazing. Is Steve alive? Steve hasn't said a word in a while, but we're taking another call here. Hello, you are on... The last edition of Dead Pit Radio with Creepy Kentucky and Uncle Bill and the B-Plan. Who's this? Holy shit, last edition? This is Michael. You guys remember me? Michael. Michael How's it going, bro? Sharp? Yeah, Michael Sharp. Hey, yeah, of course. How you doing, man? Doing good, man. So glad I got through, man. Been, been trying for like 30 minutes. Yeah, we had, uh, you know, the slipster of style on just now, and he, you know, he demands a lot of time on the show, unfortunately. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit, man, I can't believe it's been 10 years. You guys started, like, in December 2005, right? Yeah, it's technically, like, yeah, a little bit over 10 years, but, yeah. Yeah. I started I started listening to you guys uh, that following June 2006. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we really, like, in 2006, 2007, 2008, that was, like, the peak years as far as, like, interviews and just craziness on the show and the message board and all that stuff. Yeah, they're pretty amazing uh, years. I, I I go back from time to time, listen to the 2007 through 2009 era a lot, um, and uh, never missed a show, dude. Ever since I started. Really? Jeez. Yeah, uh, it was just something to look forward to every Friday in that era for me. Even even the shows with Steve. Uh no, 2006, uh, <laughs> <six>, seven, eight. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about the golden era. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, I thought he meant every show. Uh, yeah, I've listened to every show, even the ones with uh, Steve. <laughs> I don't think Steve's Skype's working right now anyway, so you can talk about him. It's fine. Yeah, Steve. No, but no, I, it, it's, it, I got nothing against Steve. It's just that nostalgia. You always want, you always want CK and U, UB to be the, the dynamic duo, you know? That's what I'm saying. And that, that era, though... Of like you know two thousand I think two thousand six to two thousand nine or whatever is probably I mean that's if we had like a golden era that would be it wouldn't it I mean that's like the WWF in the eighties or something Yeah, it's funny though you guys remember I, I, I when MySpace was still alive or relevant Of course yeah we had the uh, MySpace what was it MySpace uh, show yeah. MySpace show yeah and uh, I could 
a while back during that era, I put together a, a tribute page for you guys. Remember that? I do, actually. I, I think it was back in the summer. I was just really bored, and I was like, well, I wonder if I can still log into my MySpace page. And, uh, yeah, I did. And I saw it. It was like one of the, you know, when on MySpace, you had like your top fives or top eights or whatever. And it was, it was still my top eight. <laughs> holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I did the same thing the other day and I ran across it. I was like, holy shit, it's still there. So, um, if anybody wants to go hear some of your greatest hit songs from that era, they can go to myspace.com backslash dead pit radio tribute. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's right way to get those. Yeah, it's probably the only way to get some of that shit because we've had probably five or six hard drives, you know, fail since then. <laughs> so, might be the only way to get some of that stuff. Yeah, it, it's hilarious going back to that stuff. It's just a, some really good times, man. Uh, listening to you guys talk horror really got me back into it. Cool, cool. And I guess you're still. Are you still into horror as much as you were then? Yeah, it's just that you know, it's just. I won't say it's dead, but horror is kind of asleep now. We're kind of in the mid-90s again or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's what somebody else was saying a little while back. It's like a 1995 all over again or something. Yeah, so I just find myself going back and watching the classics. That's, that's about it. I, pretty much anything new, I, I just, that's just, I guess it's a generation thing. I, I just don't get much, much of it. Yeah, I think that's, I mean, kind of what Scream Factory's got to be loving right now. And, and companies like Scream Factory, though, is that, Everybody is kind of it's horror is so dead right now that they're going back and the nostalgia factor is so high right now that they're probably making a fortune off that alone. Right, but I don't know how much stuff is left for someone like Scream Factory that's really going to make them a whole lot of money. I mean, this, the, the Phantasm movies, of course, um, but as far as most of the most of the classic horror movies, most of that shit's already come out on on Blu-ray. Yeah, but this is true. Um, yeah, so I guess you'll explain on the show, but this this is not this is not the last show, is it? Well, technically speaking, yeah, this will be the last, I guess, whatever you want to call it, last episodic show that we do. Like, we definitely won't be doing anything regular, like any kind of hour-long show or anything like that on a regular basis. So it pretty much is the last show, unless we do like a special show for some reason. Yeah, I mean, I was telling Sleepy earlier, it's one of those deals where you never say never, but as far as, like, guaranteed to have a radio show every week or every other week even, with our schedules now, I mean, it's just almost impossible. Like, it took us three weeks to try to get this show put together, and we didn't even get to really do what we wanted to do for this show, you know, the 10th anniversary show. So if we can't do that, then something needs to change, you know, and I think both of us, as far as the genre goes, we're a little bit burnt out on it, and we need, at the very least, a lengthy hiatus. Uh, and if we ever do return, it'll, it'll be a little bit different than what we've been doing for the last 10 years. Right. I understand. Uh, are you guys still going to try to leave the archives up? Yeah, the website's going to continue to stay up. I mean, um, just probably two months ago, one dude donated enough to where we can leave it up for at least another year. <laughs> you know, one guy. Oh, so uh, it'll always stay up. I mean, I'm never going to take that down. I'm proud of all that stuff that we did, um, all the interviews, all that stuff. And uh, we're still, from time to time, I'll do some videos and stuff like that if I if I get a hankering to. And um, it's just the fact that this show, getting together every week, 
and I know it hasn't been every week for the last year, year and a half, but I mean, every, you know, doing a show on Fridays, that's just not, that's not going to be happening anymore. This is going to be the last of those style shows. Uh, and if we do come back, it'll be a little bit different. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I really do appreciate all the years, guys. Uh, you really uh, made it interesting. Uh, Ten years in horror, at least for me. Um, being brutally honest, too, uh, with your critique on films. Uh, I live on the West Coast now, and there's a lot of there's a lot of hipsters that that just, that just kiss ass to any any director or anything, and uh, it's pretty sickening because, in my opinion, it just hurts the genre more because. It, you're constantly telling this sh- your shit smells good, they'll keep feeding you shit. Right. <laughs> so if there's no real critique about it, if it, um, you know, we will probably it'll probably be another five, ten years before we have another boom. I think. Yeah, and there's the thing too. I mean, those those guys have always been there since we've been doing this show, and nothing has really changed. They they don't even really comment on how shitty things are now. They still keep just trying to, you know. Promote the hell out of just awful stuff. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I don't, I'll never understand well, that, but that's what they do. Those people are always going to be around. I mean, that's the thing. They're yeah. just, they're kind of part of the system out there. Yeah. And, uh, you but know. Thank, uh, I'll try to, I'll try to do my part and chip in a little, donate a little bit to the website and keep going. And, uh, thanks again, guys, for, for all the years, man. Really, really, really great stuff. Well, brother, I appreciate it. Yeah, and thanks I, for always listening. Yeah, I appreciate all the support and everything, and uh, you know, I think that we did get to hang out briefly at a convention years ago, and uh, yeah, it was 2010 Darkwood. Yeah, it was. I think it was the only Darkwoods, other than the. I think they tried one like two or three months later. It was like four people that attended or whatever. But um, <laughs> yeah, I still remember that, and I appreciate all the support and uh, everything over the years. And like I said, it's sometimes the end is only the beginning. Sounds like a true that. Sounds like a trailer or something. All right, brother. Take it easy. Well you got take care, man, and uh thanks again. All right, thank thanks, you. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. There's been one other person that's tried to call and then we're gonna we're gonna say our farewells, Uncle Bill. You're never gonna talk to me again, you piece of shit. After this. Nice you kiss me. my ass, buddy. I'm gonna talk to you this weekend, hopefully, if I can get over to your house on Sunday. You can watch the Royal Rumble. Yeah, if I can get through the fucking 20 inches of snow or whatever. That's probably, yeah. I don't think anybody's going to be leaving their house. And Steve, uh, his internet connection is uh, no more. So uh, he messaged me. I think he's out for the night. Um, But, you know, we definitely wanted to thank everybody again for all the years of support. And, you know... I'm not good at saying goodbyes, Uncle Bill. No, I'm not either, to be honest. So, uh, it's just goodbye for now. Let's just call it like that. Well, how about that? Because, who's to say? You know what I'm saying? The, the website's always going to be up, like I said. As long as I'm around, that website will be up. And hell, I'll even, I'll make it part of my will that you can uh, carry on the legacy of making sure that website stays up if I'm gone. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Because, uh, you know, we need Well, look, to, I mean, I really like, I really do not think of this as being, like, a bad thing or a sad thing. It's not. Thing. It's really not. We did this for ten years, man. Like, I, 
TV shows don't last this long. Movie franchises don't last this long. It's like, I mean, I, I mean, I don't even know what to say. I feel like that we did everything that we could at, for a period of time. And with, with no help, no kind of backing or anything like that. And what we did, I think, uh, was pretty amazing, to be honest. Like, and mm. I, I still, to this day, I have people that comment on it, still have this people that uh, talk to me about it. You know, I was over in the store, this was like two or three weeks ago, and um, somebody was like, somebody was talking to him, and they said, oh, I know that guy. Like, and, and you did the screenings over there at the Strand. You know, I never met this person before anything like that, but I mean, that we did the, did the screens over there because of the show and everything, and that, I mean, we did so many different things based off of the show, met so many people that we never would have met, never had a chance to meet had it not been for the show, had so many good experiences and things like that, and 10 years down the road, I mean, that's, that's a pretty huge thing. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm really proud of, the years that we put into this and the quality of shows that we've had for so many years. And, you know, I mean, I don't want to get sentimental and start, start bawling and crying and stuff, but I'm actually proud of where we were in 2005 in our lives and where we are in 2016 and, and how much has changed in that period of time. And a lot of that, you know, uh, in one form or another is because of the show. I mean, yeah. Uh, you know, without going into details, it's, it's crazy how something as, as silly as just talking about horror movies each week can, uh, change a person for the better, you know. Mm-hmm. Change, it, I mean, it did really change everything. Yeah. I mean, in our lives and, and I don't know. It, it is, it is weird to think about, but it, it, it did. And a lot of people really love the show, and people will still come up to us, you know, when we go places and say, you know, uh, thank you for doing the show because it helped me through like a hard time, and I just like to, you know, laugh, and and you guys did the show. And that was always like my favorite people to meet were the people that said those things, and we met them almost to every convention, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think with that, I mean, uh, it's a, it's a good point to just end, and uh, like I said. You know, not goodbye. It's goodbye for now. And who knows what the future will hold. Um, I think as both of us are, you know, we just got a lot going on. And uh, it's good. I think change is good, like Sleepy said. And, uh, you know, we'll see where the future he- uh, the future will take us. Yeah. And sometimes uh, I just think that things end. And that's just what happens. Yeah, all things must come to an end. Mm-hmm. But anyway, even though all things come to an end, I want to thank everybody, and I want to sincerely, you know, uh, say that I appreciate all the kind words that everyone has said, or if they bought a T-shirt or whatever DVD over the years, uh, you know. I can remember back to the very first few shows, we were just happy that anybody fucking listened to it. That one person mm-hmm. commented on it, you know. 
Um, but I, yeah, I just wanted to thank everybody and, uh, you know, sometimes, like I said, the end is just the beginning. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Um, we always tried to do, I mean, that was always on our shirts and everything, you know, for the fans, by the fans and, and we always tried to live up to that more so than I think a lot of people did. So definitely thanks to anybody that ever came up to us at a show and like talked to us, listened to the show. Um, like you said, bought anything or anything like that. Um, I think personally that we, the one thing I'm, I'm most happy about, we never sold out. We never did. We never even fucking came close. Like to selling out, and oh. just like that story before illustrated with Screen Factory, you know, even even towards the end, we always told it exactly as it is, and we calls them like we sees them. Yeah, and that for that probably, in a lot of ways, kept us from being like a lot bigger than we could have been. But I don't think it would have been worth it, and I'm glad that we uh, stuck to the things that we did, and I'm glad that we never really gave a fuck what anybody thought, and I'm glad that a lot of people hated us. And one of these days, we ever do the shoot interview, you'll find out about all those people. Yeah, that shoot interview might be coming at some point. It's got to come, man. I yeah. mean, there's way too much shit that's happened like, for us not, but. You know, because like I said, we don't burn bridges, we blow them motherfuckers up. And we certainly did yeah. that a bunch of times. Yeah. And but I am glad of that, though. I'm glad that the show, rem- it basically started and ended exactly the same. Like, that's the, that's the best part of it. Like, we started, with, you know, basically very few support and people kind of dwindled off listening. Horror wasn't as, as big as it would end up becoming. There was a boom for us and we did really, really well and then things just tailed off and then we're back to where we started basically. But that, that just goes to show you. I mean, we never, never gave up on what we were doing and we never tried to change anything really. And we, uh, don't stop believing either. No, we don't do that. Yeah. So anyway, uh, thanks again to everyone and, you know, stay tuned to the website. We will per- periodically put shit up. Steve's show is still going to be up. I'll do videos on occasion, more than likely. Um, and the website, the archives will remain up. No fear of that. Uh, so. But there is one other thing though. I mean, before we end. Yeah. And this being the last show and everything. I mean, you know, we've been doing this for 10 years. We've driven, I don't know how many, probably thousands of miles. I know it's been thousands of miles, come think of it, you know, uh, to conventions and things like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, we made, I don't know how many DVDs, did I don't know how many reviews, probably hundreds. Got to make uh, that with Tiffany Shepard, so that was one of my favorite things. Yeah, we should do that. That was like, yeah, we didn't even talk about that. I don't think that'd be in the shoot interview, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, got to do screenings. We got to uh, have dinner with people that were, you know, part of the movies that we love to watch and everything. So, but above all else, I really do think that the show was one of the things that kept us together. If that makes any sense, it kept us like. I mean, we've always been friends, but it kept us being really really close so i don't know that's that's the part that uh that i really really enjoyed and i do miss that and we'll miss that part um we're not so I close anymore to, we can't cuddle anymore <laughs> that's true but i did want to thank you though 
I mean, ultimately, it was your idea that started the show, and a lot of really, really good things came out of the show. And it will – it's a historic thing. I mean, I don't think – you may not even realize this, but at some point in time, people are going to look back on this show and be like, that was something pretty amazing that they did for that period of time. Yeah, and like I said, I'm I'm proud of what we did, and uh, I don't really know else what what you know what else to say. It's it's hard to do. It's something that I knew the day would come at some point where we would quit doing this, um, and it's like our baby, really, in a way. It always has been. This is why, like, I'm always going to leave those old shows up. I'm proud of them. Uh, you know, and I always want to <clears throat> figure out a way to keep that up forever simply because I'm I'm so proud of all that stuff that we did over those years. And, uh, yeah, I mean, our friendship ultimately is what made the dynamic work back and forth. We knew we still know each other so well mm-hmm. in every respect. So I definitely appreciate you hanging in there for, you know, 10 years. <laughs> Which is crazy. <laughs> crazy to think about. You know. So a lot of marriages don't last one third that time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's been a good run though. Yeah. So until next time. And odds are there will be a next time. It may not be in this incarnation. And it may be two years from now. But I think it'll happen. I'm the Creepy Kentuckian. And I'm Uncle Bill. And you've been listening to the longest reigning horror talk radio show. Ballers and shot callers, motherfuckers. Deadpit.com poison It ain't my fault Cold water river It's more like a swamp I see that scene I hear that voice Hearts and flowers My drugs of choice Think you're alone. You keep the company of old gray ghosts, and they never, ever, ever leave your side. The fight off the stillness when it kills you inside. Avalon Blue 
never think you'll reign long You keep the company Of old great goals And they never, ever, ever leave your side They fight off the stillness When it kills you Let's get married May love never leave us Lord knows we ain't perfect Yeah, but love will redeem us And one day with flowers Laid on our graves we'll fight off the stillness Float through the Think you're alone. You keep the company of old great ghosts, and they never, never, never leave your side. Fight off the sea.